Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, Potato, Potato, Thumbs Podcast, it's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. DG and send them on their merry way. Dude, that's yeah, that's super cool that that it doesn't like doesn't hurt you in a negative way. Right. It's basically if I wanted to if I want to get upset about it, then I'm just being dumb and wasting my energy. So I stopped getting upset about that. Um, I like being dumb and wasting my energy. What's up? You probably can't actually see it here. Oh, is that the Witcher glass? Yeah, with my name on the back. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not the one I got you, though. That's, no. that's uh, your brother. That's the one Bryce got me. One for me and very, one with Karina's name on it. Very similar uh, symbol, right? Right. It's is exactly it, is the it? same one. And it says, toss a coin to the Witcher and stuff on the front. That's why he said he hated you when uh, he saw the, when, <laughs> the gift. Um, is, uh, is all the verbiage on the front the same? Because I noticed that some of them were different. And the one that I had had more script Yours, in the logo. Yep, exactly. Yours had, and it had different ones as well. Yeah, interesting. So, kind of amusing. Um, well, Bryce, I think I think that just goes to show that I am the better friend. You may be a brother, but uh, that's fair. Get on, get on my level. No, I'm just kidding. No, there's some mind meld action going on there. Yeah, a lot of mind meld action. But yeah, I was drinking yeah. out of it because tonight was supposed to be our Witcher show. However, our guest couldn't make it because. Apparently, it's one of those weeks where everything goes wrong. I think back to my trip to Germany and that first week when I was in Germany, where literally everything was cursed. Yeah, that was uh, that's what happened to our guest this week. So, forty-five minutes before we were supposed to start recording, he sent us a message saying the uh, the tow truck w- that was supposed to tow his kid's car was now stuck in his front lawn. <laughs> I'm just like, well, first he showed up late, right? right? Yeah. And then it got stuck in the yard. I'm sure it's just tearing up the grass, too, trying to get out. Oh, God. And so I was just like, nope, not happening. So you're stuck with Fluffy and I this week, but uh, we will do a Witcher episode in the future. All those questions in the show question uh, channel we'll get to when we get to the Witcher stuff because uh, Bryce wrote most of them, and they're almost all Witcher-related. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's important to to bring up too. Is um, in an effort to make the show more entertaining for you people out there in listener land. Fluffy did this uh, by himself. He didn't tell me he was doing it. I would have told him it was a bad idea. <laughs> no, but, but really, like <laughs> that I, is a good idea. We we've we tried to have people submit questions before, and I've harassed people for questions, and it just it makes it more fun. You know, as stupid as you think the question might be, sometimes it just spawns really good conversation, and sometimes we're just dicks about it and don't answer it correctly. <laughs> sometimes but, we don't remember to check, and we forget about it for months at a time, and then it makes no sense when we get around to it. Yeah. So here's the goal. The goal is not going to be to have. Um, have to answer every question every week, but instead to have a channel that we can go to for the show and just have questions, like just have questions that people submitted and we'll, we'll get through them as we get through them and we'll have fun with them. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just some, some different, I guess, to, to work with. I saw, I took a little note from, uh, from our boys at uh, guardian down. Um, Cause they had a separate channel and I was like, you know what? Like, 
maybe if we separate it from our actual potato thumbs channel, then it doesn't get as lost in the in the yeah. I think that's my the, hope is the garbage. That, yeah. yeah. Lord knows we do enough stupid shit uh, that having a channel for itself is probably good because all it takes is one off topic and we don't get uh, it gets pushed up about 100 lines and we never remember it. Yeah. yeah Burning exactly. Wing already tried that shit by uh, having me threaten to ban him and then he called me a coward and then I got into a GIF discussion with it. <laughs> so I got, got quickly pulled into the bullshit and did not keep the channel as pristine as it needed to be. Uh, no, no, the channel doesn't need to be pristine. That that's not that's definitely right. not what has to happen because like we just that's what pins are for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like definitely as much as always with our Discord. Uh, civil BS is uh, welcome. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Figured to try something different. So please, if you're listening to this, like just just throw some shit at us. Um, also, if you're to listening with. to this and you haven't finished watching The Witcher season two, mm. avoid the channel. Nessie asked about spoilers, and I said, eh, you can send it to us directly, uh, but I'm not really one way or another. And then Bryce dropped about 47 spoiler questions in there. So avoid the channel if you're still hoping to watch before we talk about this. Because, oh, uh, avoid the questions channel? Yeah, avoid the questions channel because uh, there's a healthy number of spoilers in there already. Oh, uh, no, they're all they're all paged up. Okay. Um, the, well, then the, don't uh, scroll up. Gifts. The, see, you know, Burning Wing did something good. The gift war between you and him uh, <laughs> made it so so these spoilers are not just in front of you. Right, but don't scroll up. Yeah, don't scroll up. Don't look up, bro. <laughs> did you ever up. watch that? Did you I ever watch that movie? Yet. No, I've heard it is both good and infuriating. Yeah, it's uh, it's not what I expected at all. Uh, I'm glad that Senior Ghost pushed me to go watch it. Uh, I very much enjoyed it. It was it was a very good commentary on life today. And Jonah Hill fucking kills his role. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. What I don't like is that we're literally five minutes into the show and my whiskey's almost gone. Bro. Do we need to take a take a whiskey break? Do you need to go get whiskey? I think I probably need to finish off this little bit of Jameson I have left upstairs and bring it back down. So we will say two minutes. Just run upstairs, pour in some, put the dog on the head because he's going to be all about me, and then I'll be back. Oh, he's not here. Oh, wait, yeah, he is. I can see his beautiful hair and the top of his camera. (laughs) I was just just totally, like, leaned in fucking surfing Instagram. (laughs) Um, I didn't get very far. That was quick. Uh, I, yeah, I was just running up. The dog came. So we turned on the fireplace for the first time tonight. Mm, yeah. Uh, and long boy is not a fan of new things. So he's a little bit tentative around it because he's never seen a fire before. Uh, and he's, and he's flammable and he's flammable, but he doesn't know that because while he's learning quickly, I think he's. Not the smartest dog ever. Not the dumbest either, but just not the smartest. He's middle of the road. So, mm-hmm. uh, but no. So he, I just was checking in to make sure he wasn't freaking out. And Karina was like, he finally laid down and went to sleep. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad I woke him up then. Yeah. Uh, then they, you know, they'll learn. They'll learn that you come and go. Uh, yep. So we're on the topic of puppies, man. How is, how is, what are you, a week and a half in now? Yeah, we got him on the what today's the third so basically 11 days ago okay 
It'll be two weeks on Sunday. So this yeah, is Thursday. So about a so, week and a half, yeah. Yeah, a week and a half. Um I took him into the daycare that I took Apollo to for 14 years to have a meet yeah. and greet because I knew he was tentative because we talked about this last week about how he was yeah. not necessarily cool with my parent and sister's dogs. Um, right. Well, I mean, on he first got meeting. adopted and is living in a new home and gets taken right. to a farm and there's other dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm following well, We took him there and yep. uh, we're correct. He's afraid of everything and he's fear aggressive. Um, so daycare is going to be a great tool for him, but he's not quite ready to go into the puppy classes yet. He needs a little more work to get better at greeting and dealing with people. Cause one, he, he's okay if he can go up to you and do the introducing, but if you come up to him and this is dogs, not humans, he's humans. He's all about like, not afraid of them at all. They're his best friends. Every human, he's going to be the worst guard dog ever. He's going to be like, are you coming into my house? Can I lick you? Can I sit in your lap? <laughs> are you hey. here to play or steal things? Do you think <laughs> after you're stealing things that maybe we can play a little too? <laughs> yeah, basically that's him. <laughs> here, let me show you where all the cool stuff in the house is. Uh, yeah, I will lead you to the expensive things if you throw the ball for me three times. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, he... Uh, he was not super great. So they're like, all right, well, we're going to come back next week to introduce in a bigger room and like teach you how to tell the difference between his, I'm going to fight bark and I'm okay. And just saying my thing bark versus I want to play bark and stuff like that. Cause he sounds very similar. So it's going to, it's going to take a lot of work to get him cool with it. Uh, but he's going to be good eventually. Um, accidents in the house have diminished significantly though not not all the way he's not great at telling us when he needs to go outside yet it's been a week and a half right like i get the general idea now i understand his like his body rhythms so it's like mm -hmm. oh have you been sleeping for a while we're going right outside oh, yeah. <laughs> after dude rule of thumb if anyone ever gets a puppy and has not had dogs before after they wake up always take them out like no matter what you're doing they wake up take them out and then also after they fucking play really hard like if they have the zoomies and they go like hardcore, take them out once they start settling down. Yep. And that was my mistake tonight. We went outside. It's been cold as shit today, right? It's seven yeah. degrees out right now. It's negative five outside right now at my house. Right. So no wind we, that's, that's we not actually even the got house. really lucky, right? Like we're cold today. It was like two when I woke up. It's seven right now. But we didn't get into the negatives by a ton. Like the negative wind chills were there, but like the yeah. temperature itself wasn't. But like yeah. Chicago and down got hit with snow. You guys got hit with the frigid temperatures, like the real frigid temperatures. I was outside in my hoodie and the flip flops today playing with a dog for a while. It was cold. Sure. I didn't want to be out there for more than 10 minutes, but I wasn't worried about my hands falling off or anything. Yeah. So but anyways, he, he hauled ass around outside for about 20 minutes and then ate food. And then I'm like, oh, he'll tell me because I got to give it like normally five to 10 minutes after he eats and that'll, then I take him out. Well, today it was more like two minutes after he got done eating. He's like, well, I'm leaving you a present on the floor. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I should have just been faster about that. My current dogs, um, are not as, as much like I eat food. I need to go out, you know, like they can, they can chill a little bit. They also graze a lot more. My old, my other dogs, dude, Peiwei and Togo, like they they would eat and they'd be like, all right, let's go. 
like gotta make room for everything i just ate like it's <laughs> coming out like you know, it's it's funny how different dogs can be like that you know yeah yeah so so yeah no it's going it's going really well he's good. we've i figured out how to get him to not lose his shit in this kennel at night so oh yeah you put a have, blanket over it well we did that and that didn't didn't help at all uh then I slept out in the room with him for a little while, for a couple of days, but that wasn't like sustainable, right? Yeah. So we had him in the sunroom. I slept out on the sunroom floor on Sunday night, Saturday into Sunday night. I was miserable on Sunday because my whole body hurt from sleeping on that hard ass floor. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, well, it, like I was sleeping, so I didn't have to listen to him bark. We moved the kennel into the living room in the corner by the bookshelf. Um, and I slept on the couch on Sunday night into Monday. So that was good. But I started filling his Kong with peanut butter and putting it in the freezer at yep. night mm -hmm. or in the morning and then taking it out at night. So I have a hot water bottle wrapped in one of my sweatshirts that I put into his uh, into his kennel. And then I give him the frozen peanut butter Kong. And oh, wow. by the time, you give him a warm bed, huh? I give him a warm bed and a frozen treat. And by the time he's done eating the treat, the warmness has made him so tired, he passes out. And I get like two minutes of barking, maybe. Uh, over the last three days we've been doing this, I've fallen asleep twice before he started making any noise. And one day he made a little bit of noise and then just gave up. Uh, so I think we got there. It only costs me having to refill a Kong and put it in the freezer every morning. Um, bravo for figuring something like that out. That's really cool, man. It took a lot. Like there were a million things that we tried for the first couple of yeah. nights, and it was like forty-five minutes to an hour of just screeching. And you know what? You know what we with. did, uh, or what I found out with my dogs, uh, putting music on on my cell phone. Oh yeah, I also have the uh, Xbox on playing white noise on Spotify. At, yeah, as well, and, he might make, and, and my dogs don't like bass, but because my cell phone has no bass to it. Like, um, I found that there were times where they would be in their kennel and we would still be awake, wink, wink, and right. the dogs would start whining. And that's that's kind of a deal breaker. Uh, so I found just playing music, man. Like, yeah. you know, then, then they just kind of like stopped whining because something else was making noise. Right. Right. And I don't know. It, it it seemed to work. We also like do just throwing sleep, a blanket. Uh, do they sleep separately or together? No, no. They've always been together. Yeah. So I think that helps a lot, too, is oh, that they yeah. have each other to curl up with. Like this guy had his two sisters that he slept with every night till he came here as well. So yeah. he's used to having that warmth. That was the thing that I talked to the lady from uh, the dog den with is uh, what can I do? And she's like, oh, did he sleep with his litter mates beforehand? Start getting get a hot water bottle and put it in there for him to have yep. a little bit of warmth. So it was um, it was really hard for Peiwei when she was a puppy because of that that exact reason. And I think a lot of dogs struggle with that, right? Because they that's all they know is a pack and sleeping right. in a pack of dogs, and all of a sudden they're just in this kennel that's cold, right? You know, and the so yeah, we but, in the in the winter like when my dogs are in their kennel, we we try and drape a like a blanket over not the entire thing, so there's still airflow, but you know part of it, so it retains right. some heat. Because fucking houses up here get cold, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do know. So. If I can cut diamonds with my nipples in my house in the morning sometimes. Yeah, you keep it in like the 50s, though. <laughs> well, 
it's not as cold as it used to be since I share the house mostly with somebody else now. Yeah. And so it's like 68 to 70 as opposed oh, to 63 yeah, that's, that's, to 64. That's uh that's typically where we are. We've been we've been holding 68 for right. for much most winter. No, my basement isn't like the super my basement doesn't get super warm in winter either. Like it stays pretty cold. So yeah. when I work down here for like 10 hours straight, uh I will go upstairs and just be like frigid. From being downstairs and from being in my basement or? for like 10 hours. Yeah. yeah. Cause Am I, it just gets cold down here. My windows and uh, patio doors are showing their age. They're getting a little drafty and they're all fucking wood. So they're just, you know, just like they're just going to warp over time. Like it's yep, such they, a shit fucking material for people to use on windows. I'm so mad that our builder did it because it's going to cost so much money. Like think about I how many I windows I have. I windows dude. too. It's gutting. But think about how many fucking windows I have. Yeah, like a lot. You have a yeah. lot of windows in your place. Fuck, man, it's gonna. Uh, anyways, I do um, enjoy the fact that my house, for all of its faults, is you know small and one story and a ranch and actually still pretty well insulated. Like when it warmed up this week, you know, you drive down the street and my house was like one of three that had snow on its roof still after the two oh, forty yeah, degree days. Oh yeah, that's always like, funny to look at. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling real proud yep. of myself right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's really nice. Oh, uh, yeah, my my uh, patio door where I was going with that whole fucking window thing is my patio door in my basement um, consistently has just had like a partial layer of of ice like frost, like on part of the slider from where the, the wind can just kind of come through the door a little bit. So it's always cold in my basement. Yeah, that sucks. That's really not fun. Dude, it's been uh, it's been th- like the coldest January in eight years here. Yeah, sounds but right. It's, it's been. I mean, I was gone for two weeks, so I don't really have the first two weeks to uh, talk about. But yeah, I think it's probably pretty similar here. I I know it was fucking cold on New Year's Day. I saw the pictures from uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while I was while I was sleeping on the floor at the Denver airport, I knew that it was cold in Minneapolis and it was cold in Madison. <laughs> It was it was weird, though, because um, normally we have a week that's just sub Arctic, you know, that's just like where we're one of the coldest places on the planet. Like for that day, you know, it's it's negative like 40s to negative 60s with wind chill and shit. That's fair. Um, Didn't happen this year. Like, I think the coldest it got was into the negative 30s. Like, yeah, it was mostly negative teens. Yeah, well, mostly negative teens and negative 20s, man. Yeah. And uh, so it was weird because it wasn't like we had a deep freeze week, but we just had consistent like cold. Yeah, like it doesn't get you don't see 20 degrees for a long right. time. Well, yeah, I mean, that was. Last week we had that day work out up into 40, so my backyard has yeah. like a solid sheet of ice uh, now because everything started to melt and then froze again, so old uh dumb fuck the puppy he goes flying outside hits that patch of ice and just like wipes out and slides for four feet and then catches <laughs> his edge again and starts running <laughs> it's uh we have so it warmed up a little and then froze and it got really windy and the wind really crustified like it really put a hard shell on the ice like because it was cold fucking strong wind for a day and a half so it's just strong enough so like it will it will hold like 
like my dog's weight. But if they exert any sort of force, they'll break through. So they can like lightly walk across like the entire surface of my backyard. But if they try and run or like bound, they just break through into the soft snow. Yeah. My dog doesn't have uh, lightly walk as a skill. No, no he, he just has pounds, probably. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> he's one of those dogs that like jumps straight up in the air. Like when he's playing with yeah. a toy, he'll jump yeah. straight up in the air and pounce down on it. He's mm-hmm. also really good at playing with toys on his own. Like when he's playing with a toy, he will throw it like to himself, but not like just throw it up in the air and catch it. He throws it like five, six, eight feet across the room and then chases that's after rad. it. Yeah. So it's it's pretty hilarious to watch. That's that's cool. That's the one thing he does that I love. And the other thing is he doesn't get down from the couch uh, like you mm. would expect. He just keeps the legs straight and slides off. And most of the time, like as he's sliding off, he'll put his feet down and then just keep walking. But occasionally he forgets to do it and he just like thumps onto the ground. (laughs) And then he just like he just like looks around and then just lays there like I meant to do that. Yeah, I just want to lay here. It's cool. I I didn't mean to hit the ground that hard. You no, dude, your dog's a yogi. It's his it's his cobra. It's his up dog pose. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. Oh, speaking oh, of that, uh, I have made it to the gym every day in February so far. After a shitty few months, uh, three days, three three good workouts so far. So feeling good. I hurt then. everywhere, um, but uh, it's the good hurt. So I'm feeling yeah. good about that. Uh, yeah. And tomorrow morning we got another one. I'm gonna throw a barbell on my back and squat for the first time in like two months. Yeah, you uh, you getting a little bit of that drip, a little bit of that uh, that I kind of like this gym thing. This working out thing isn't too bad. I realized that I can sneak out over my lunch hour. That's like the best mm. time for me. Like now that I have this Germany thing, it makes sense for me to get online kind of early at like eight yep. o'clock. So I have like three or four hours to overlap with the Germany people if they're working late. Like four hours if they're working late, like two hours if they're going to quit at a normal time. So by noon, I can sneak away and disappear for an hour and be fine. And then I can have my afternoon meetings uh, with everybody and the California people into the later part of the day. So I have been starting to try to like work out. And I'm not putting in super long workouts, like 45 minutes. Get there. Yeah. Focus on it's like hard. three or four it's things. hard when you have an hour, dude. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I'm still like, I'm not trying to ride any bikes or run any miles or anything like that. I still want to just lift stuff. So I pick like, you know, four or five exercises, three sets, medium reps, and just kind of a higher pace and get in, get out and get home. Uh, and just sort of work on, as my trainer has been putting you working on the stimulation, not the annihilation. We're trying not to wreck <laughs> right. myself, but uh, just well, get, the, wanna... get the pillars going back again, because I do want to get to the point where I annihilate myself and like put in those massive workouts, but I need to get the build up the base right now. My yeah, base is you gone. Can't, you can't go. You can't just jump in and fucking run 10 miles, dude. Like it takes time to build that shit up. Um, so, yeah, you want to you want to get in the in the mode of working out and you want to get into the flow of working out and then creep back up to where you were. Makes sense. It's a good, the it's only the thing right that, approach. The only thing that's actually like been going well for the last couple of months is my pressing. So I'm still like pressing ridiculous amounts compared to where all my other stuff was. Like my bench and my dead or my squat, and my deadlift were like really good a year ago when I like started falling apart. Uh, 
And now they're they're not great. Like, you know, my deadlift is probably sitting around 315 for a one rep max based on where I'm at. And squat is probably like 275. So I've lost like 50 pounds off of my one rep maxes on those. But my bench is still basically at the same spot. So that makes me feel okay. But like, cool. uh, you know what? It's the, the out of the three, it's the one that, you know, has the least functional use. So it's not really that good yet. But. We'll just keep doing it and keep, uh, I just, I'm enjoying the feeling of it. Like the feeling of just like moving and you're like, oh shit, I used that muscle recently. So, um, I, well, as you can see from my calendar, yeah. it only says yoga three times. So I've done, I've done something every day. Of yoga. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't, I, I've no kind of taken a break from running and biking. Um, it's just, it's stupid it's so cold. cold. <laughs> yeah. So it's not fun and to I just, run inside. I, yeah, I, it's okay. Like I can watch TV and do it. Um, and when I, the nice thing is when I put on one of their videos, it does auto elevation. So I like mute the person and I like, I'll glance at the screen and there's, they're running somewhere in the world that I'll probably never visit. But the nice thing about them doing auto elevation is it changes like the muscles that I'm using as I'm running. So you're not just like running on a fucking treadmill using the exact same form, not going anywhere, but it's changing how you tow off and um, right. having positive and negative elevation, I think is good for distance, right? Yeah. It, it lets you, it lets you go longer because you're not just fatiguing one set specific set of muscles, but you're varying how you use them. Also varies your mind, keeps your mind involved because yeah. you have yeah, to, it does. you have to focus on it. Like it's not just one foot in front of the other. It's like, okay, I'm going up or I'm going down. I need yep. to pay attention to how I'm actually putting stuff there, which, I mean, it's still secondary. Like, you're still watching your TV show, but you have to think about it at least a little bit. And and uh, you have to adjust your pace sometimes because all of a sudden you'll be, like, climbing a staircase. Yeah. And you're like, well, I can't run at full speed up a staircase for very long, so I better <laughs> dial this down a bit. That's fair. That's fair. I think so. I think I started on the third of January, so I missed two days in January. So I have a what a thirty-one day streak going. I think. Okay, not bad for yoga. Yeah. So yeah, and I hit I hit over a hundred miles running last month, which was good because I mixed in biking too. Um, so I, I feel. I feel like I'm starting to get in a good place for training for my race. Um, as always, more strength training, right? Is that not is that not my catchphrase? That's your catchphrase for sure. That's, uh, that's a goal for February. It's a reasonable one to have, and like, I feel like it is probably from where you're at, it shouldn't be that hard to do. Like you don't have to go into a gym and start like no squatting no, with a safety squat or something like that. Just doing like your basic everyday body weight squats and lunges and stuff like that should probably do what you need to do. Oh, I have enough. I have, I have enough at home gym stuff to, you don't to need do the strength training. To do the stuff you're trying to do. No, no, I don't. Well, I have, like it I probably wouldn't hurt to do some of that stuff, but it's not imperative either. No, oh yeah, I wish I wish I had a leg curling machine, and I wish I had a, a the foot press. Those two, like I think those two, those are two machines that I don't have access to that I miss for my routine. Right. Um, 
but otherwise, dude, um, we have one of those those half moon Bosu balls, you know, flat yep. on the bottom and just flip that upside down. And that's how I do all my single leg squats. Yeah. And, and, and that's like, just yeah, hella that's balance. Right. I mean, and if then, you have a chair, you can do Bulgarian split squats, which is plenty good. Or Long like, or like just pit, like just a pistol squat from sitting to standing off of a chair. Yeah, like all of those things are good. There's so many things that you can do. Yeah. Uh, anyways, and then I got um one of those uh like uh the the adjustable steppers. You know the big plastic ones yeah. that have like the so like for jump training and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we have bands and we have kettlebells and free weights like hand Which weights. Is all so you need. Yeah, so it's more than enough to do what I need to do. You can do get-ups for days with kettlebells, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, I feel so. like those—that's the thing you should probably be doing the most of, anyways. What's that? Turkish get-ups. I'll look it up online. Yeah, basically, you're laying on your back with a kettlebell, and you mm-hmm. keep the kettlebell held up, and you just stand up, and then you lay back down, and then you stand up. Oh, and you lay okay. Back down. They're sure. really good for as a whole body workout, and they're really good for your core and your legs to try to get them working together, basically. Yeah. So well, I feel and then, like that's the thing you're looking for a lot in your, your strength training. Yeah, I need to do that. I need to do, I'm sitting, making a playlist slowly of yoga videos that like really burn my abs. Like, you know, I'll come across ones like that Adrian does where she'll have like a 22 minute video and like you can't fucking follow her. Like mm-hmm. she burned, like it's 22 minutes of like destroying your abs, right? Um, so I like save some of those videos so I can get better at them and, and mix that into, you know, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I would say also, if you want, I can send you the, uh, ab workout that I've been having for like five years straight. Um, which is basically depending on how many rotations you want to do each rotation is about 15 minutes or so eight yeah. exercises. So you, you know, you run through it three times and it'll take you about 45 minutes and, You'll be like, I need to work my arms and abs and back and shoulders and everything. Anyways, Uh, well, yeah, that upper body stuff is. Yeah, yeah, you don't need that for running. Oh, um, (laughs) I just need that. I need, I need trim muscles there. I don't need bulk. Need to be aerodynamic. Um, I was gonna say one thing I did fitness related that is not going to the gym. Um, I went out and actually got to ride groomed snow trails on my fat bike. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I've never done that. Like all of my winter riding has always been urban. So it's always been like Minneapolis and St. Paul and the suburbs, you know, and it's it was a lot of commuting. Like a lot of it was just winter bike commuting through the city, which is like a treacherous beast in its own because there's a lot of ice because they try and keep everything plowed and shoveled. Right. So then you just have ice everywhere. Um, So, dude, it was it was very interesting. Um, my friend where he lives, he has access to miles of private, like groomed trails that they use for cross country skiing and fat biking, like in his area that he lives in. And some of it was like hard packed, like, and we went around a lake and that was rad because they, the bikes just, it felt like riding a regular bike. Right. All right. Everything's just quiet because you're out in the snow and you're. You know, the snow muffle or like suppresses all the sound. And and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then we got into the woods and that was a little bit softer. 
And holy shit, that was a fucking workout, man. Yeah, I can imagine. I it's just like running in sand. Well, it's the bikes do really well. It's groomed, so it has some pack to it and it's nice and flat. Like it's not like rutted out by foot tracks or anything. It was really like pretty fantastic. But it wasn't just hard packed, you know, there's some give to it, right? Um, so the bikes do well, but you actually like lower the bike tire pressure to like five to eight PSI in the tire. Really? So it's it's like super low and it floats like so it'll make like a little bit of divot, but it mainly just floats on the snow like more instead of pushing down onto the snow. It like changes how the bike interacts with the surface of it. And it, it's it's cool, man. If you look it up like fat fat tire or fat tire bike pressure you'll see like diagrams and stuff that kind of explain it like with the visual and you're like oh shit but they do that so it doesn't like create ruts in the groomed trails that makes sense so then they just stay kind of grouped yeah so it changes the dynamic of biking is the point of the story and it it was it was a fucking workout dude like yeah, it was it was a it was an experience for sure. It was a lot of fun, but feels like uh, the tire pressure is what makes biking easier, right? Is like oh, moving yeah. the tires at <laughs> a full amount of pressure is great. When it's uh, nearly flat and you're just floating along, you're gonna have to provide a lot more of the uh, impetus to move forward. It's um yeah, like like biking is all about uh, how light everything is right. You want it as light as possible and you want as little rolling resistance as possible. So you want it to be as smooth and as least amount of friction. And you're just like adding like a giant fat footprint. I don't know, man. It's, it's (laughs) weird though. Like fat bikes are like the limousine of bikes, right? Like everything's just a nice casual ride. Like you're up on some like air suspension, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's an, it's a different experience. No. Oh God, I don't want to see that. I'm bad with eyes. And I watch you put eye drops in, it's killing me a little bit. Oh man. You, you, you have eye drops you have and your, what? Oh, if you have contacts and you like nope. grew up no, I know you don't, but like I grew up with contacts before I got LASIK, so it, it you had yeah, to I put can't. in eye drops. I can't do contacts because I can't handle. Like I don't want anything near my eyes. Yeah. Which is my one like real phobia in life is umbrellas. I don't like umbrellas because I'm afraid a wind is going to catch it and they're going to jab me in the eye. So like, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm totally... walking around London on a, a rainy day and everyone's got their umbrellas up, I'm just like anxious the entire time trying to get inside oh my a God. building. That is that is such a like that is I've never heard that before, man. Like no, I, it's, I it's, totally it's, understand like the craziness of it. Like I literally I you on that level, but irrational, oh. but uh, it is right. one that gets me. And like, I don't even want to have my own umbrella. Like, I'm not worried about my own umbrella hitting me, but I'm like, I don't want to encourage other people to use umbrellas. So I'm not going to use one. I like my like the thing that comes to mind for me for like an irrational fear like that is like looking over the edge of somewhere really, really high. Like if you walk up to like the edge of a building and look down, like there's that sudden like feeling like. Like something's going to happen and your body's just going to get hurled over the fucking edge. Like you're just right. kind of like anxious a little bit. Uh, you're like, I don't know what you have asshole friends who will just like grab your belt and oh, give you a little, little shake. Yeah. Don't ever do that to me. I might murder you. 
Wait, like, no, I wouldn't fair. murder. I wouldn't necessarily murder you up high because we're still up high. I'd weigh out the odds and be like, "No, nah, he could toss me over this edge. We'll wait till we're on ground level, and then I'm going to murder him." Yeah, no, I. <laughs> there's enough people who have fear of heights that I would never do that to them to fuck with them. Yeah, because I, it's. Yeah, my relationship really with heights is weird. Much. What's that? I just don't give me that much. I don't mind it. It's it's not the heights. It's more or less like the the like. If you make a mistake, you could die situations. Like, I just try but to you're, avoid those. You're totally fine in, like, going up in the London Eye where you're, you know, 100 feet up in the air, but you're in an enclosed uh, capsule. So there's, like, nowhere to go. You can't, like, fall out of it. But if yeah, you're well, like, standing on top of a building where there's no uh, no glass in front of you and, like, you could fall at any time. Yeah, so, like... If I'm in an airplane and I look down, I enjoy looking down and having a different viewpoint on the world. If I'm in the mountains, like going to the peak of the mountain and looking down on everything is awesome. If there was a giant cliff, I would be hesitant. I would hesitate to. I have no desire to look over the edge of the cliff. Right. You're a mountain like a gentle drop. You're not a bluff person or a mesa. I don't need to go close to the edge. Like, I think that's my that's the fear is like the straight down edge. Like. The, the height part doesn't I don't care about that. Like, um, for instance, I've got Paris paragliding. Paris. Okay. Is that the one with the parachute? Yeah, I think so. Any of them that have para as the prefix, it has a parachute involved. Yeah. Parasailing. I think parasailing is with the actual winged thing and paragliding yeah. is with the parachute, like the foil parachutes. OK, so I've done that off of a mountain. So we did that at like off the top of Jackson with a parachute and went all the way down to the bottom and i love that so like that sort of heights doesn't bother me so okay. it isn't the being high in the air even because it like when i did that i was like if i if i could afford this i would do this more often type okay. of thing yeah but but like i just i'm just like i don't need to walk by that edge because i could fall off of that edge type of trying thing. to find the uh so by my house, there's a place called Devil's Lake. You drive okay. by it when you come down here. Um, it's a, a state park that you can hike through. And it has some pretty gnarly bluffs that are pretty awesome, but like also a little bit on the terrifying side. So I'm going to share the picture with you here in our Discord. But you can climb up to the top of this and like look out over. And I have a sneaking suspicion this is not a place you would want to go, even though the hiking trails are pretty amazing. No, no. See, I could go there and I could hang out on those rocks, but I would just be like three to five feet away from the edge of the rocks. Okay. That's right. Fair. So like I could sit up on top of those rocks all fucking day long and like eat a sandwich and drink a beer and enjoy the view. Right. I just have no desire to climb to like the edge of it and look straight down. That's fair. That's fair. Does it bother you when you see other people doing it? Like, I have a friend who... Ooh, yeah. So, we, we, like, yeah. On his Facebook page, people just post pictures of, like, point of view from, uh, like, steep things. Like, point of views of people, like, sitting at the edges of rocks. Or point of view of people, like, standing at the edge of a building. Or point of view of people sitting on one of those, like, uh, infinity pools on top of a, a mountain and stuff like that. Yeah, I, um... It bothers me when they're being stupid. Okay. And not necessarily because you I care totally about them. You are totally a dad. 
Not necessarily because I care about them, but because I don't want to go through the trauma because they're stupid. Like, I don't want to deal with ever having to relive watching someone fall off a cliff to their death because they're stupid. Okay. And my example of this is when we were running the Superior Hiking Trail, we had run all day and we came back to our camp where we were and we were like, I don't know, like it wasn't far. It was like a mile and a half in hike, but it was all like going up the entire time. So we were like way high for Minnesota. Like we were up on a lot of elevation where we were camping. Okay. And so for sunset, you can go to these rocks and look out over the valley. And it's just cliffs like it's big fucking cliffs, but they're like, you know, 150 foot drop or something like that. 200 feet like they're big fucking cliffs. And we're just hanging out there like watching the sun go down, you know, and there's other people out there, too, from because, you know, you have like 20 people camping the Superior Hiking Trail at that time of year. Right. There's only so many campsites. You can't just you can't just post a tent wherever you have to go to designated areas. Right. So you're going to run into people. Yeah, dude, this fucking older dude, he was probably like 15, 20 years older than me. Very clearly intoxicated, like. And we're only a mile and a half in. So like people that are not good hikers or runners can easily get to this campsite. Right. It's not like a mile and a half is not the end of the world. No, even no, my no. fat ass can do three miles without dying too much. Right. So you have this this dude and he's just he's intoxicated and he's just fucking like dancing and swaying and like trying to like show off on the edge of one of these cliffs to his friends. And his friends are like, no, 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 no. He's like, I'm in control. I know what I'm doing. He's like leaning out over the edge. Oh, never say I'm in control. Oh That's God, a dude. surefire sign that you're not in control. It was such like a it's such a like stressful moment to not even be involved in what's actually going on. Right. Like I'm just sitting out there with my cousin. There's probably like two or three other groups of people like randomly on these cliffs. And we're all just fucking watching this group of people like, man, this guy's going to die in front of us tonight. Like this drunk (laughs) fucking asshole is going to fall off this edge. Like he's hanging his shoes like halfway off the edge, like just showing off. Right. Just I don't know. You had those kids in school, right? Like the oh. super hyperactive kids that would show off to get attention. Uh, when we went to the Boundary Waters in Canada, everybody, you know, the first kid who did the cliff dive off of the 20 the foot cliff. And there was that kid who did it first. And then the rest of us all did it. But yeah, it was the show off kid who just started it. Yeah. Uh, your boy here didn't quite make it all the way out. So he just hit the water as he hit the uh, side of the uh, cliff as well. So. Uh, I didn't get hurt, but I was damn close to being the idiot who had to get a medevac out of a Canadian boundary water. No, thank you. So, okay. Don't dive head first. Yeah, I guess we we all know that type of guy, you know, is where I was going with that, right? Like that little hyperactive kind of, I don't know. He he doesn't have confidence in himself, so he thinks that he needs to like show off to get people's approval. Uh, Yeah, this was this was apparently this drunk random guy that night. He didn't die, surprisingly. So, yeah. All right. Um, Hey, should we talk video games since, uh, you know, Bungie got bought this week? 
Yeah, let's do that. Because we've been we've been just going on about nothing, huh? Yeah, well, that's what we're gonna do, and it's just the two of us, if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I thought we've it was, done enough of these lately over the last uh, I don't know, probably six months. We've probably done more you and me shows only because we're just not uh, we're not gonna worry about trying to make sure we have a guest when the time comes. So we just do it with us. And people who have hung out with us this long, they know when it's just the two of us, it's probably going to be a lot of bullshitting. But Bungie got bought this week. But it's quality bullshit. Uh, Bungie did get bought this week by Sony. Uh, Heavy, like, heavy hints that... um, We're going to have some uh, some Destiny movies in the near future. Well, like, yeah, like, heavy hints that, like, there has nothing to do... It's not going to affect the video game at all, but it's going to affect other things. Yeah. So... Maybe maybe Bungie's new game that they're working on. Maybe right. other media spinoffs of Destiny, Destiny TV series, like you know. Yeah, I think all of those whatever. things are very possible. Um, so whatever. I I'm I mean, as long as they get to, I think since they left Activision, Bungie has made a lot of steps forward. You know what I mean? I think like the general experience of Destiny has been better since they left Activision. I would agree. So hopefully it keeps trending in that direction and doesn't start taking corporate steps backwards. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. So, uh, we'll but yeah, I mean, I have we're reaching the point now where I'm starting to get back on uh on the hype train as well, getting ready for Witch Queen. So yeah. I've been playing a little bit more. Not a ton, but a little bit more. Well, we have we have a lot to talk about in the TWAB. Do you want to do that first? Sure, or let's go for it. Want- I didn't okay. actually look at it today because I was busy working, but uh, tell me about the TWAB this week. I am going to tell you about the TWAB, my friend. Um, and I am going to do that right now because the page just loaded. Um, okay, so... It's time to take back the light. Um, they dropped. Oh no, this is not. This is not the. This is not what I'm looking for. There we go. This week at Bungie, so they dropped a new trailer. Okay. Did you see the new trailer? No. Oh man. Well, I'll tell you what, my friend. You don't have to watch it right now. Is that the one with the new weapons? And like they showed the uh, like the yeah. updating of the gunsmith or the whatever the gun crafting is. Yeah, like they kind of showed the gun like getting like made. It's basically like the old uh, there was like a crucible swinging back and forth between the gun and like it went like down the gun and showed the different perks on it like you were building it. I don't know. You'll you'll okay. have to watch it. You'll have to, it's good. It's good. I liked it. Yep, this is the um, one I saw. I just clicked play on it for a brief second. So I did see it, but I just wasn't okay. paying attention to it. So so I I watched it. Unfortunately, I watched it on my phone. So everything that was written on it about the weapons and stuff was like super tiny. And I wasn't in a place where I could like, I don't know, zoom in, make it full page. I was lazy. So I should watch it again on my computer screen. But they okay. had a lot of a lot of the weapons and they showed a bunch of stuff. Um, they tried to talk about it today, uh, but it was definitely like in the TWAB. They tried to talk yeah, about it. It's you know, it's always it's always hard to like follow along when they're talking about new currencies or new new methods or new systems that they're introducing. Right. So. 
that was that was kind of what the first part of the TWAB was, was breaking down what it means to craft a weapon. Okay. Um, it's it's going to be cool, I think. I heard uh, that you're going to actually have to use the use the weapon to be able to play or yep. to craft it. So um, so that they definitely said that um, it's to enhance the perks is basically oh, okay. so. So maybe you put like a perk on there and then it gets better the more you use it. I like the sound of that. Yes. Um, they did say something about not all weapon types will be craftable. OK. Uh, which I was kind of sad to see. Like, I just assumed that we would be able to craft anything. Uh, um, that's a rather rough assumption because there are some guns maybe that crafting would make them broken, right? Like, there are so many perks and so many combinations if you allow somebody to craft that type of gun with those, like, where you get to pick your perks and maybe maybe breaks the sandbox. And maybe it's not even that that's the case, but it just actually offers up some level of uh, wiggle room for them to do balancing that way. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes sense. Um... But it is sad, obviously. And, and and I guess maybe they don't need to do everything, but I would hope at least all of the meta weapons, you know, that that people want to use for stuff. Um, you know, I hope like hand cannons and auto rifles and shotguns and snipers and I don't know. Yeah. But it, it looks like it's going to be cool. Um, I like that there's an attunement to it. I like it just seems like they're giving you a reason to upgrade a weapon and then play with it and you're rewarded for playing with it, which is kind of cool. And they kind of touched on how they wanted master working weapons to feel that way and they don't. Um, so they are going to touch master we- master working weapons like down the road. Okay. So. Um, so then also uh, exotics are going to be able to be crafted. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Uh-huh. And um, you aren't going to lose, like, the feel of the exotic, but you have the opportunity to customize things like maybe barrels or stocks, uh, you know, minor things to the exotic to your liking. So, like, Ace of Spades would still have Memento Mori, right? If you could right. you you wouldn't get rid of the Ace exotic, of yeah. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't get rid so of the that, exotic work, but the other stuff with it could be changed. Yeah, so I think they said they'd have like three or four exotics that we'll be able to craft and more will come. So that's kind of cool. Makes sense. I did see that they uh, were buffing the exotics that use primary ammo, with the exception of Last Word. Uh, well, I, I guess Last Word actually done, but... Uh, but yeah, it was like a 40% PVE buff and uh, some sort of other stuff involved. Oh, too. yeah, that was in the TWAB somewhere. Sorry, I'm skipping all over the place. I uh, This is a super organized TWAB for you guys today. Um, Because that's why you come here, you know. If you've hung around like, this long, you know where we're at. <laughs> I feel like Rob and I are really the golden standard for your TWAB breakdowns. Um, all the other guys are just like, uh, they're just fakes. If you really and, want to know uh, what happens in the TWAB, Listen to Hazel talk about it on Sunday. If you want the uh, ten second endeavor, come uh, come talk with us. Yeah, yeah. Hazel Hazel does a much better job reading. Like 
I'm sorry, guys, but you shouldn't come come to me for the Schwab to be read to you. That, Mostly because uh, Ben picks a song every week that has a uh, fancy name and either the song name or the be- band name to try to get you to pronounce it. <laughs> I think that's just the, that that's more about the music that he listens to than it is about me not being able to read it. <laughs> uh. Um, they talked a little bit about why they're going with pursuit weapons now instead of pinnacle weapons. Ah, oh, they're basically like pinnacle weapons were like amazing and like people felt like they had to get them because they were meta and so that's all people would use and instead they want to take the approach of a pursuit pursuit weapon is like is like 70 percent god roll like it's a it's it's a pretty dang okay roll to use until you get the god roll of the better weapon by playing the season that makes sense for me and yeah, and the, so the way that they laid it out was was basically that, but just uh, more educated than how I dumbed it down. And I uh, don't sell I yourself like short; you dumbed it down perfectly. <laughs> I, I mean, I I just don't want to toot my own horn. Um, yeah, so that's cool. I like I like this approach. I get it. Um, I still think that they should bring back the ones that we earned. Um, but uh, that's just me. I just want to play with Not Forgotten again. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have not uh, done the Not Forgotten world, so I'm okay with it not being there. But if we're being honest, people who use it should be able to have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just, that's the thing, man. Like, I don't know. And I don't care enough about PvP to really worry about it either. Like, if we're being honest, I'm just like... I can use any gun in PvP and do fine, right? Do not great. I'm not a superstar player by any stretch of the imagination, but I'll be fine with any old gun. I I, I think that there's two very good arguments to make um, that I I believe on both of them. And one is by switching up the meta, it forces people like me to play different guns because otherwise we would just play one loadout for the entirety of Destiny. Yeah, Um, I believe that. And the other side is... Uh, I spent my time earning this. It should still be able to be used. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Also I, a fair uh, counterpoint. I, I, I appreciate both aspects of those arguments, and um, it has made me learn different loadouts, but it doesn't mean that I don't want the weapons that I earned to not be worth anything. Right. I mean, and... If you really want to bust out your not forgotten, or if I really wanted to bust out my mind benders, right? Yeah, I could. Play, you can play in quick play, and it's fine. You can play it in private matches with friends, and it's fine. Can you play it in? Uh, can you play it in comp too? Because comp's not light based. Yeah, you can play it in comp. Yeah, I suppose you, you could. You huh? can't play it in banner. You can't play it in trials. Okay, yeah. So you can do it if you want, but uh, you can't do it everywhere, and. If you want to be the best you could be, you want to have a loadout that you can play everywhere. So every time you're playing, you're getting better with the things that you're setting up. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is that was always the mindset, right? You always you couldn't you didn't want to play with sunset weapons because you got to be good for trials. But if you don't give a fuck about trials and you just play for fun like me, I feel uh, terrible that like five months ago we were talking about how much fun we had the opening week of trials. Oh, I would still play, man. I have my issues are time and uh, 
being too lazy to set up a team. You but, don't need to set up a team though, right? It's matchmaking. No, you don't. No, no, no. You, can you just don't go have in to. there and fuck around. But I haven't. Yeah. I haven't showed up and fucked around in months. I've just really enjoyed comp lately. So I yeah. still haven't played much PvP. Uh, we had what nineteen days left until Witch Queen comes out. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah, twenty second, nineteen. Yeah. Yep. So I. Uh, my goal is to basically finish out, uh, get through one reset of Gambit, one reset of Crucible, and my second reset of uh, Vanguard between now and then. If I can do those three things, we'll be fine. So I assume there's an Iron Banner coming one of these weeks. The last week. Yeah. So that'll be my Crucible week. I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and fucking play Gambit one of these days. Yeah, I don't think I've played much at all this season. Um, so they're bringing back some weapon foundries. Okay. Uh, Soros is coming back. Soros uh, legendary weapons. Um, and they're going to have special traits to them, special perks. Mods. This is your PDX world. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. If scouts were good and a PDX dropped. <laughs> um, if scouts then, were good. Yeah. And then, well, they, they're supposed to be, but they always say that. Um, Hockey is coming back. No, oh, yeah. And Omelon is coming back. Okay. Um, and Vest, or Vest, Vest is coming back. I don't know. How do you say that? The V E I S T is in. I would say Vice. Vice. But... Yeah. yeah. Okay. I said it right. For... Anyway, so um, Soros guns will get plus 40, per, plus 40 handling. 20% flinch resistance for six seconds after reloading. Uh, Hake will get um, turrets, including stasis turrets, and plus 15% to vehicles, plus 30% to structures and turrets. Okay. Uh, Omelon is uh, stability max plus 20, reload max plus 30, reduces um, as the magazine gets lower. So that's pretty rad. Like yeah. Omelon's like the bottom half of their magazines are are max stability, max reload when you run out. Yeah, it seems pretty um, reasonable if we're being honest. And then Viced is a chance on damage to partially refill the weapon's magazine. Hmm. Uh, which I mean is substance, but maybe instead of just guaranteed on kill. <laughs> Instead, yeah. it's like maybe on damage. Um, Doesn't seem so, absurd, if we're being honest. There's also a redacted uh, company brand coming back. So uh, each so each of the foundries is going to have what they say, like they're going to have 12 new weapons. Okay. I think that's what they said. And so each one will have three weapons and then they'll each have a specialty crucible weapon gambit weapon and vanguard weapon okay so that means crucible vanguard and gambit will have four weapons that you can go for right because they'll have one from each person yeah plus the, a lot better right the not pinnacle what is the other word that they used whatever the new word pursuit. is they, pursuit yes so that seems reasonable. Like none of that sounds absurd to me. Yeah. And so then they, they have special perks for those 
Um, those playlists too. So tr- like they'll have like a trials perk or a gambit perk or or like a Vanguard perk that is active, or you can just go to the manufacturer perk that I just listed. So okay. like that's kind of cool that they'll have like swappable perks. Yeah, you, you I, know, it's awful at all. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So what else do we got here? We're we're like we're just we're talking about this, guys. This is how this is going down. <laughs> um, kill trackers. So they're changing the whole like approach of you should masterwork a weapon so you can get kill tracking on it, and it's it appears that they're just gonna put kill trackers on every weapon uh, starting since Forsaken. Okay. Or no, I'm sorry. Yes, all present day it'll be de- kill trackers will now be default on all weapons that shipped in Forsaken or later. Except for exotics prior to Forsaken, they'll update at a later time. Interesting. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So I like that. Um... They're going to touch masterworking at a later point. Uh, they're reducing green ammo in Crucible. Um, yeah, what are they doing with it? No, they're just they're making it so if you walk over green brick, the most you can get is one shot. And if you have scavenger on, then you get two. I guess it's not the end of the world, but so they're making I'm it so like- to run scavenger. I'm so bored with fucking having to, I don't know, every, it just goes in such cycles. And I don't know, people lost their minds over fusions this last weekend and trials. And yeah, like the internet was a buzz all weekend about fusions and trials and people losing their mind over it. And, Oh, I just don't care. Like, unless hand cannon shoddy is the meta, people lose their mind online and on yeah. Reddit. I don't yeah, go to Reddit. The best thing to do is to not care. Yeah. I haven't been to Reddit in forever, obviously. So, okay. So on the note of fusion rifles, uh, high impact fusion rifles, so your thousand charge time fusion, fusion rifles, are uh, increasing their damage from 62 to 64, mm-hmm. um, which is a big deal. It, uh, I think it means that it takes less bolts to kill. Well, that seems like um, a good thing for those of yeah. you who you like using fusion rifles. Uh, and those are like super long range. So they're, they're slow as fuck though. So I don't, I don't know. Mark, Mark would be happy about this, but I, I like being Counterpoint. a level below. When was the last time Mark was actually happy? He's happy all the time, man. He just plays grumpy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> High impact though is also getting a buff in PVE uh up to 20%. So it was 15 to 20 or bonus from 15 to 20, I'm sorry. A bonus from 15 to 20% in PVE. So they're going to be more bolt more more uh damage per bolt and then in PVE they'll be 15 20% higher than that. Okay. Which is okay, kind of cool. Yeah. It's it's a different way of saying that they reduced it in PvP. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, made, it better like for lawyer, made it worse for it's, PvP. It's, it's lawyer speak for here's the baseline we reduced it in PvP. Instead they're saying here's the baseline we increased it for PvE. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um so 
They're touching sniper aim assist. Yeah, and, I saw that one too. Yeah, uh, which Living seems like yeah, in a good way. Um, they're making pulse rifles more um, prevalent in PVE. Uh, which fuck yeah, dude! Like they're That's just the guy gonna who make... likes running messenger. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I have tons of good pulse rifles for PVE. Um, they are. Increasing damage versus miners by 40% for trace rifles. Okay. Don't and hate that either. exotic primaries. Um, they're making chaperone worse. They're making duality worse. Um, they're making Terabob better. If you stow your gun, you don't lose your progress. I don't have Terabob, so I don't understand all this. I have to actually buy it and play with it. Or get it or whatever. <laughs> We, we um, should have run uh, Crown of Sorrow one more often. Uh, Runus Effigy is getting... Uh, uh, I like how nerf. you just ignored the Crown of Sorrow comment. You're like, no, fuck that noise. Oh, yeah, I don't care about Crown of Sorrow. I, uh, I mean, I'll run it if other people want to, but I have no desire to run it. Uh, Lumina is getting a buff. Uh, Agar Scepter is... Oh, I still have to get that fucking gun. I don't know. They're doing some shit to that one. Um, Dead Man's Tail is making it worse to hip fire, um, which sucks because I just learned that you can use Dead Man's Tail as a shotgun or a uh, yeah, it's real good or, for that. Yeah, yeah, so I'm sad that they're re- that they're making it less shotgunny. That that sucks. Um, Lawrence Driver and Arbalist, um, they're getting more flinch. And uh, Forerunner's ammo economy is being fixed. Makes sense. Uh, let's see. Okay, so they are um, improving hand cannons, Dire Promise, Waking Vigil, Jack Queen King, and what was the other one? Waking Vigil. Okay. And Jack Queen King and Spare Rations are all getting touched. Felwinters is getting more spread. Uh, Ikalos is getting touched. Um, they're trying to make those hand cannons more 140 like they feel like they got left behind. Um, fuck, man, they touch so many uh, mods, uh, hip yeah. fire grip. They touched um, trying to make dual loader. OK, I don't think they will happen. Uh, tap the trigger is getting touched for fusion rifles, you know, because fusion rifles basically were like, you need to have this perk. That makes and, sense. Uh, no, I yeah. don't get any I, of that. Here's the thing. I I pre-charge mine anyways, so I'm constantly on it, like charging it, like when I think someone's coming. So I still think that it's worth having, right? Because I'm I'm procking it like all the time when I'm using it. Nine right. times out of ten. So I don't know. No, that makes sense. Not, Not absurd. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, they're touching down fusions. Uh, Headseeker, they're trying to make better, trying to make it last longer. Uh, they're nerfing the crazy flying ability of the new swords. Yeah, so, I saw that too. Which yeah, is too bad. I, yeah, I never got to play with them though. So like, I don't know. I, I, I should have been better about grinding for them and, and playing with the whole flying through the air thing, but right. I didn't prioritize it. That makes sense. But no, I think uh, I think that sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. 
Bryce was mentioning this week that he's all all aboard the hype train uh, for the yeah. next uh, for the next season of the uh, the endeavors. He's uh, and I'm starting to get there too. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm starting to get there. I I'm excited, man. I I've I've really been enjoying PvP. I've been enjoying comp. Um, I've not been taking it as seriously, so it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I have a couple notes real quick since we're talking this, and then I have to talk about a different game. Um. We played scrims again this week. It was on Wednesday. I heard very uh, good things about that game. Yeah. Dex jumped in first with me when I first got online. We played. We played some PvP. And then Ghost hopped in for a game. We played some comp. Um, they did ghost and dex things to the people. And then we started playing Rumble. Um, people got sick and had prior, had other things to do. So it went from like nine people or 12 people down to four. Um, so we were going to play 2v2, but Drafty was in the chat. So uh, we invited him to play PvP. So he played two games of Rumble with us. And then we played 2v2. It was Ghost and I, and then um, Hammer Crusher and Dex. And uh, it was a lot of fun, man. It was like it was a good time, yeah. We, we, uh, we put on fun weapons, you know? Like, because... Because you should? Because no, that's the whole damn point of playing the damn game? Yeah, like, there's no point in, like... There, because of the population that we had that night, there was no point in, like, going hard, right? So might right. as well have fun. Yeah, so like, life. I was playing with sidearms that I've never touched before in my life and SMGs and um, Ghost and Dex were wrecking with the white Traveler's Chosen Gun. Yeah, that like sounds like sidearm. Yeah. yeah, like like the white version, the broken version. And I, I tried it and it was OK, um, but they were fucking wrecking shop with it. I had a lot of fun with racking. I put racking on for a game. And uh, I didn't even I didn't even touch my other weapon. Like I just played really hardcore, and I played uh, I played that bottom tree golden gun, and so the throwing knife you can get headshots and kill people. Yeah, and I dude, I got decks so many times. Like with well, okay, so many times relative to getting decks. So probably right. only three or four times total, but. Dude, like we traded a couple times on on headshots with throwing knives. It was it was pretty great. So bless him. God damn you, Dex. He he popped in the other night when Val and I were hanging out too. It's good to talk yeah. to Dex again. I missed him. Yeah, he's good people, man. He uh about as good as they come. Yeah. My my watch was just alerting me to an abnormal heart rate. So if I drop if I drop dead while we're gaming here, just uh Call, Ooh, call my wife. Oh, I just, gotta, <laughs> I just got a text message of a dog laying on the couch with the uh, girlfriend holding his paw in his hand with a little uh, adorable. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, pretty cute. Puppies are awesome. He's um, a great dog. You, yeah. Hopefully, you can play some some uh, private matches with us. Yeah, I just need to pay more attention to the day because, like, normally yeah. my night is Tuesday night, and you guys do a lot of. They uh... do it on Mondays and Wednesdays alternating. Right. So, I need to just pay attention some Monday or Wednesday and actually get involved. Yeah, I I played a I did play with Cloud Strike for a match, 
And um, that gun, gun is so much fun. To, fun huh? It's fun to get headshots with, dude. It's dumb. When you hit yeah. him, it's so much fun to watch everything happen that happens. Um. So after, okay, so after we got done playing a couple games last night, uh, we were probably playing for like close to an hour. Uh, I had a little one that was tired and should have been going to bed, but instead was melting down as children do when they're exhausted. As little ones will do. Yeah. Yeah. No, when they're exhausted and it's an hour past their bedtime. Yeah. And so I, I like, I had to dip out of video games and go hang out with her and make her feel better and get her back to bed um, for like a half hour. So I came back yeah. on and And of course everyone was gone. Like they stopped playing and they're, they're doing different things. And I, I live in their life. Know, yeah, so I hit up Ghost. I'm like, you done for the night? Or are you playing Destiny? And he's like, I could play some comp. Could we get a third? And we, uh, Domo was online. Okay. And and so three of us jumped into comp for like two hours. And it was it was a lot of fun. Um, we had very different glory scores. Like, I think Ghost was in middle 4,000s. I was in high 3,000s. And Domo, I don't know where Domo was. He was a little bit lower. Um, but... Um, almost every single game went to seven rounds. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like three, like it was three to three, like for all the games, except for, I think, the last two. And one of them I got booted from. And so I had to rejoin at the last part of the game. So we, we took two rounds, I think, before that one was over. Okay. Um, but then the very last game we got, we got beat up pretty bad. But it was crazy, man. Like every fucking game was just going to seven rounds. It was it was it was fun, right? Quality of sweat action, right? Yeah, it was like challenging and like they had different play styles and it wasn't like cheesy and we weren't outmatched. So I it was awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Especially like you would think the population is low right now and it wouldn't have matchmaking that fair. But like it was solid for like two hours or however long we were in last night. So maybe there's just a possibility that you and Ghost and Domo make the perfect combination to match up with just about any team. Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe we were just on our game. Or you're like, you just have the right amount of skill versus the right amount of not skill to yeah. just fit right in there. Domo and I are okay and Ghost cleans up after us. Yeah. <laughs> But being ghost is probably a jerk about it. No, he was he was uh, he was very polite and and always called out good shots when people save the day. <laughs> that doesn't sound like him at all. As a good as a good southern gentleman should be. Um, no, that's that's not actually fair. He's been fantastic uh, with sending me stuff to help with the pup because he's just had a pup recently. So I talk shit to ghost, but he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's Don't smart about the doggies. No, he won't hear it. He's not a good friend. He doesn't listen. Okay, good. Then we're fine. <laughs> Fuck you, ghost. Um, <laughs> so uh, I played another game this week. I had, I like this other game, and I want to play it after we get done recording tonight. Oh, what's this game? I started playing Forza. Oh. Um, my I downloaded it, right, when it first came out. Well, no, I'm sorry. I tried to download it when it first came out, or I did, but I couldn't play it for like two or three weeks, right? While I was right. dealing with the computer shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but, that whole thing. But I never touched it. When I finally got all the shit working, I never touched it, of course. Like, it just sat on my computer. 
as right. as games do as from a crackhead destiny player like i am um so sunday i think it was Paige was like hey let's race cars and i'm like i have a new car racing game and we sat down um got the wheel set up and she just started driving and like <laughs> she's she's just like going through fields and being crazy and just having a good time and uh i was like man this looks really good like this game looks really good like i might have to try it and so after she went to bed on sunday i sat down and played a little bit and i got hooked man and oh, i'm yeah. just like yeah i just have had my wheel like set up on my desk like the entire week like just sneaking in races here and there when i can it's interesting fun. yeah it's a fun game man and it's for free you know or yeah. whatever game pass like i don't know i i'm enjoying it they it's they have a lot of cool they, they're doing a lot of cool different things with online and multiplayer like whenever you go to a race you can select the race that they have designed for you for that like checkpoint or that icon on the map you know that progression of the game yeah or you can do one of like five random user created races that people have submitted online okay and you get equal credit for the time that you're in them so like if it's like a if it's like a five mile race and you select like a nine mile race that someone created online you get credit for how long their race is oh okay that makes sense but also rewarding right yeah so it's like equally rewarding so you can just like some of them are cool uh some of them are absolute garbage as Sounds you would right. expect but it's a it's a cool concept man so i'm enjoying it so far i definitely i definitely am hooked on on the gameplay of it um so yeah playing playing something else for at least a couple weeks until witch queen drops yeah i just downloaded uh horizon zero dawn tonight i feel like uh new world for me uh I broke the addiction when I went to Germany, so I don't care much as much about it. And Korea's been playing, but not as much. So I was like, "What's a game that I should play?" And Horizon Zero Dawn's on PC now. And was that a that was a PlayStation game? That was a PlayStation game. Okay. Um, so my thought was, maybe her and I can play where she plays the story, and then I do the grinding between like her story sessions. So she can like work the story forward and like follow the I think how she wants to, and I can just like go out and kill random enemies and build new weapons and stuff like that for her. Basically, I could do the opposite of New World, where she was doing the work for me in New World, and now I can do the grinding for her, and she can control the story. Nice, that's cool. So that's the uh, the plan in the near future, at least. That's a like it's really interesting how you guys are having like this shared gaming experience, like. Yeah, because she just really enjoys like playing, but it's also new to her, right? So it's a whole new world for her to play. Yeah, that's cool. So, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah. obviously, there's like four days left on the uh, current season pass in Gwent, so I'm trying to finish that up. Uh, Destiny. I am still playing New World, just not nearly as hard as I was. I got my Vex this week, by the way. We didn't talk oh, yeah, about that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got my we... Vex on Friday night. You weren't there, but we got the Vex. What do you mean I wasn't there? Oh, I wasn't there. 
No, you're right. I <laughs> that's what there. I meant. It was you weren't there. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do remember that you got it. But yeah, that's right. I wasn't there. I'm glad. Uh, I'm happy for you, man. Yay. Yeah. Lana jumped in to help us, and uh, she's like, I don't want to run the whole raid. So she got the checkpoint from somebody and then left their group to have the checkpoint and then invited us to it. So we had the checkpoint. We could just run the, the final boss three times. Did she just LFG into a group, get the checkpoint, and then just bounce on them? Yes. That is fantastically <laughs> dirty. Wow. She's the best. We all agree. Um, yeah, that's cool. So, um, sweet, yeah. man. So no, I got my vax finally. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, but that's it for video games for me. I, I started me, a new cyberpunk game. Just to try to play I, through it again. I don't know how I far have, I'll get. I have not started a new cyberpunk game. That does not surprise me. Um, okay, so we do have we do have like two questions that we can ask. Um, from the listeners this week before we end the show. Okay. Uh, again, please give us some fun things to work with. We'll have fun show. with it for sure. Yeah, in the show questions area in the Discord. Okay. Uh, this is from Senior Birds Are Not Real People. He says, Does the color purple have a sound? Interesting. I'm going to say yes because it's like. Purple is like the color of creativity. And so from that, it radiates sound. Interesting. I don't hate that call. Um, if I was picking a, a sound for the color purple, there was the uh, the Futurama episode where they're like, do I taste purple uh, when... <laughs> Blue and red uh, collided. Um, yeah, purple's a regal color, so I, I think of it as like trumpets uh, for the, the king or queen coming in. Ooh, I like it. I like it. All right, so then I need you to go to, to Discord. Oh, you okay. probably already know the picture, um, but our good friend of the show, Briz Bear, uh, Senior Mind Meld, uh, says, is this an awesome shirt or what? And it is a shirt that has your name on it that is red and tiny. Oh, yeah, yeah. My my kid shirt. Extra medium, if you will. Uh, yeah, that's great, man. How old do you <laughs> think you were when you were rocking that? Uh, two, three, four, something like that. I was definitely just, a baby. I was a kid. <laughs> I was I was not in school, but I could walk. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I like it. Um, well, dude, should we uh, add questions to our... We should probably add music add questions, instead of questions. Add music? Yeah, sorry. I meant to say add music. I, I know you did. My laptop. Okay, I am there. So what does Ben have for us this week? Ben has... Always focused by tiny moving parts. Added. I am going to be a little bit disappointed in myself. Why is that? Because I'm putting a country song on the playlist. What? I know. Are you sure? Uh, like, is it just like lack of sleep with the puppy or is it because Gator is not here or like, what's the reasoning behind this? Uh, 
the reasoning behind it is I really like the song. I mean, that's fair. Um, so Chris Stapleton has an absolutely huge uh, voice, right? Everybody, I don't know who that is. everybody sort of knows uh, Tennessee Whiskey is his big song, and he's just got a, a huge voice. But I'm going to go with "Fire Away" by Chris Stapleton. He just has a great voice, and I know it's not perfect, but I uh, there are some country songs that are really good. I don't think you need to apologize, you know, like what you like. Um, and if it's country, I just like, I get it. Like from Wisconsin, you know, you guys eat a lot of cheese. Sometimes that messes with your brain. Maybe it was a little bit moldy. You get some spores in there. You're talking sometimes, about the spiral keys in my brain. <laughs> sometimes you just aren't thinking right. Like no, I'm not going to hold it against you. We're friends. Uh, no, I'm actually vamping because I'm trying to get to the bottom of my playlist. Um, Cause I heard a new song this week and I want to add it. It is uh, unjinxed. And this is by four fist POS and astronaut Okay. And it's a it's a different song. It's um it's got like some electronic beat making vibes to it. Okay. And a little little bit of hip hop and a little bit of like a little bit of country. I don't know, like spacey, spacey like it's not like not like Grateful Dead, but like hip hop Grateful Dead feel to it. I don't know. It's just different, man. It's a, I had to listen to it like three or four times. And I'm just like, dude, how do I really feel about this song? Like, I kind of like it, but I don't know. So since I went through that experience this week, everyone else gets to do that now on the day of day three playlist. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we are at 162 songs, 10 hours and 54 minutes. We're getting there. Day Almost three is right around the corner. Dude, that's insane. Almost halfway through. Yeah, we got day four. Sometimes I finally picked my album, too. That should be fun. Mm, yes. Yes, that is. Uh, I'm excited. That drops tomorrow, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to see what you guys say, too, because I know I'm sort of on my own on this one, but I like that you guys are going to going to be in this endeavor with me. I don't think it can be bad, man. I think they're one of those artists that um, no matter what they're doing, like they do it well, you know, like they're they're They have like clean sounds and that's fair. Um, like it just I don't know. There's it's it usually hits the mark. For, for yeah. what they're going for. It so might I'm not excited. be your guys' thing, but it's going to be fine, right? Yeah, but for what it is, I think it's going to be quality. That That's what I'm looking forward to. Like, yeah, it might not I be, it might, I probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't listen to it, right? If, if you hadn't picked it, but I'm going to enjoy it. I'm pretty sure. I'm looking forward to getting opinions. All right. Um, before my mouse dies, how about uh, we sign off and I stop these bots from recording? All right. Sounds good to me. Um, I had had a good good podcast with you, man. Like we were gonna talk Witcher and this this ended up being something good instead. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I uh I always enjoy when it's just the two of us. So I am looking forward to uh talking Witcher. I've got a lot of stuff to say, but uh until then, hasta luego, friends.